anybody can do this. He did study astral travel with a woman who um, taught him to travel in dream worlds, but he didn't think to do it about, about um, plants yet. And then he studied acupuncture in England with Dr. Worsley, Worsley. And he, Dr. Worsley taught Chinese five element theory as well as herbalism. And he said he used the local plants because they're a thousand times stronger. So I kind of like hearing this because so often we want to reach out and get the rare thing from the sacred island. It's so stupid. In our own yard, dandelions are really great. You know, they're very nutritious. So it's very interesting. But it's also, it seems like everybody in every continent has antibacterial and other herbs that they already need. So there's no need to go far. I have plenty if anyone would like to take yeah. some dandelions. <laughs> yeah, nettles is a weed and yet it's really nutritious. And I've seen uh, salsify in my yard growing. It looks like a huge dandelion with a big puffball like this. Have you mm -hmm. seen it? No. I haven't tried the root yet. I meant to eat it, but I didn't get there. So Elliot also studied shamanism from an anthropologist named Michael Horner, but then he sought a new approach, studying the um, meditation and communicating directly with the plants. And you, we actually did this some in herb school, and I wasn't very good at it, I'll be honest. Um, I wasn't meditating even as much as I come to these meetings, which is not very much too, but you can. You can actually, you might get a picture, you might get a scene, you might hear something, you might get a feeling. Um, it was really interesting. Some people were better at it, and they shared what they had heard. And once we were meditating with pine trees, and I literally got this sense, it was like this, of this giant thing going like this. You know, because like, <laughs> I'm sitting at the bottom of the pine tree. And it's like, hi, how's it going? I, mean, I didn't hear that much, but but I said, what are you? What are, would your medicine be good for? And I think I heard coughs. And it, to it totally, this pine is great for any cough. But you could tell it's very interesting, and uh, they're finding out, like for instance, just this is an aside, sorry, um, that pine pollen might actually run a lot of stuff that's going on in the forest to sort of get it going. That it's sort of a, a sexual thing that the pollen is just floating by everything. Turns so, everybody on? I don't know, yeah. I mean, it seems like they might, it might have a regulatory effect, so. But I like your description better. <laughs> <laughs> So, some of that home. <laughs> yeah. So then he, Elliot, left England. Um, and then on the plane back, he vowed he'd bring back the use of local plants to heal the spirit. So that's, that's pretty, he was in his 20s. That's pretty, uh, it's a lot of hubris, but it's okay. Um, so then he studied in Mexico with um, Huichol shamans and others who got to keep their um, traditional uh, religion and healing. And one healer was struck by lightning. He was in and out of uh, consciousness for three years. Wow. And while he was out, guess what he was doing? He was he was studying medicine. He was astrally traveling. Yeah. And that happened with another story I'll tell you in a little while. And while he was out, he met the weather people, the seeds, the herding people. That's herding, like, you know, all the ones for, like, all the maybe deer and sheep. The flocks. And he had also heard of Tlaloc. Uh, now, when Elliot says he wanted to study from the plants directly, this makes a lot of sense. Almost every book I've picked up about herbalism, and I, I picked up a lot. I thought it was my interest in anthropology, but and I ended up studying herbalism. But over and over again, all the Native American tribes, the shamans said, they were asked, how did you know how to use this plant? Because if you have the same plant, it's not used the same in every tribe. It's totally different. And, they, and over and over they said, the plant told us. The plant told me. 
Now, this is probably through a translator. Unfortunately, I wish we could have had the whole conversation. But over and over, the plant told me. So, and often the man would, um, well, I'll, I'll get into that actually. I'll do that next. But how, how they contact the plants. Okay, they, they told them, the plant told them how to use it or called to them when they were in need or they dreamed about it. So what's in common with these healers who are using plant spirit medicine? There's actually a lot. They either have dreams or pilgrimage, vision quests, like you might starve yourself to get to that state where you're um, sort of in a dreamlike state. You can contact other beings. Um, there's a willingness of the plants to help. The shamans might journey to the underworld to solve whatever problem. I'm not sure what the problem would be. And then the treatment of the person is individual and customized. There's no standardized. It's not like you get this plant for that. And I, I, when I first read about this tribe used this plant for this and this other tribe used this plant for this, I thought, well, one of them is obviously wrong. But no, one herb can have 20 properties. So it totally makes sense. There's so many properties in one herb. It doesn't matter which herb. So, um, and then there's the power of the five elements. Uh, earth and, and the wind and I forget the five elements, fire. Um, they approach the plants with gratitude and humility, which is important because um, uh, the plants are, are probably older than us, actually. And um, they communicate with the, to, with the plant with songs, prayer, and then we're told how to pick them. Because sometimes people, uh, I guess you can do it in a way that hurts the plant. So why not learn how to do it in a, the least invasive way? And Elliot went into a, a wood, and he wanted some firewood. Well, he didn't just pick a tree and cut it down. He did. He picked the wood that would benefit the other trees. There was a tree growing in the middle of others, and they were going to push together and maybe hit each other and maybe cause some others to fall. So he harvested those. And later, the, they, the trees told him they, he appreci they appreciated that. Because it wasn't being invasive. It was making it better for them. Um... Let's see. Um, and others, others use the four directions method um, to contact the spirits. So in Native American tradition, they have the medicine wheel, which I don't know much about, but they talk about the north, south, east, and west. And there's different properties for each. Um, one is, um, I think, like ancestors and other other people who've gone on, and, and um, I can't remember all of them. I, I didn't memorize it, but but it's anyway. There's four directions. And um, plants and animals that, and things that you know are in there and things that you don't know. So, I'm, if I'm remembering right, it's um, and then songs may invoke a plant spirit. And this is, was from an Af from an African healer. And then one healer, he actually interviewed several healers in the book. That was who are living today in America. Several of them. You're not going to hear about them. They're not famous. They tend to be poor. I'm I'm sure and somewhere remote, right? And probably in a desert area, but one healer had a, a, a spirit plant spirit helper as Osha. Osha's I never heard of Osha until I went to herb school, but it's um, a very very old plant. It only grows at high elevations. Uh, the bears use it for healing, so bears will actually have been known to take it if they have a wound or whatever and rub it on themselves. They know that it kind of looks. You have to be careful though. It looks a little bit like celery in the stalk. Mm -hmm. But it looks a lot like hemlock, so you have to really know what hemlock looks like. <laughs> um, 
and but with OSHA, you they they use the root, and you you should try to. There's a lot of ceremony involved. Bear, apparently, you should go up and you should thank the plant and pray near it and take some, but not take a whole root of it. And you know, it could very easily get decimated to the point where it's gone. So the people who are harvesting are trying to be really good with it, careful and respectful, and not take a lot of it. And there, I see OSHA on some of the tinctures in Vitamin Cottage. You don't need it. There's so many other herbs. There's so many other great herbs. You don't need the king herb. There's many herbs that are moist or can help treat coughs. So it's my two cents. Anyway, this guy, he, had, he kept a little piece in his pocket. He said he hears the root tell him what's wrong with a person. It's like he's keeping the spirit near him. Sometimes he's told he's not strong enough yet to know that. Sometimes he's too young. Um, he drinks tea, uh, tea from a plant and gets the plant itself and meditates. And he picked, he says, picked herbs have plant spirits alive inside them still. Isn't that interesting? I, I've tried to meditate with um, the, the powdered herbs. I don't really, you can't really, I can't, it's like a, like a faint. <laughs> I wonder about that. But if you pick them, isn't that interesting that you can, they still have the, the plant spirit? Because you would think it was not have the, the, the power of it anymore. Um, he does this outside or before he sleeps and waits for a dream. Isn't that interesting? So it's sort of like our meditations. You you maybe you smell it or you eat it or maybe they would smoke it or he was drinking a tea and then you just get into that state where you can communicate with other beings. And then he sees animals for the plants, not people like Elliot does. And healing at a distance is possible as with energy medicine, which I thought was really interesting. And the plants taught him songs. Uh, but he uses one general song all the time, he says. And it's kind of repetitive. And apparently his clients get annoyed with him because they, they don't think he's doing anything. But really he's getting into a state probably through repetition to the point where you can, you know, I'm sure you know a drumming's like that. Um, and what's interesting about plants teaching him songs, this is one healer, there's some herb school, I think it was in, in, in Asheville, South Carolina, or somewhere near there. North Carolina. Okay, North Carolina. <laughs> There's some herb school, I'm not sure exactly, but I would guess it's near there or somewhere in the hills. Um, apparently they go there and you stay out with the plant until you learn its song. And they know if you're lying because everybody else knows the song. And it's one song for that plant and one song for that plant. Isn't that interesting? Yes. Yes. And I did not get this as much in herb school. So maybe I just wasn't a very good study. That's but interesting because... That area is also the um, cradle of forestry. Oh, you'll have to tell me more about that after. Yeah, it seems like a nice place I'd like to go visit. Beautiful. So these healers have a worldview. Everything is interconnected. They don't see this plant. I would say, oh, plantain, plantago major. You know, they don't see it like that. Everything is connected. So, you know, if there's something wrong, anywhere. I mean, it's all like it's joined together, interwoven. And this is very much the shaman's point of view. You can't put one plant in a box with one scientific name. And we are in the flesh and blood world, it's called. But, but um, dreaming takes the healer into the real world. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like afterlife is the real world or the dreaming state is the real world. And apparently this, the colors are more intense and stuff. But isn't that interesting that they think that that's a great view. And then he talked about a healer named Don, Donya Modesta. 
which I think means modest. Um, I'm not really sure. But um, there's no herbs for certain illnesses. So again, you don't just you don't use this one herb for cancer or one for this, which I kind of love because that means uh, it's not going to be commercialized. And then a lot of healing is done by the plant spirit. So she takes the plant and just rubs it on the person. She considers the um, medicine to be in the juices in their blood, is their blood. The juice is their blood of the plant. So she rubs it on the skin close to whatever organ she's trying to help. I thought that was pretty interesting. The skin is actually is porous. Um, and she talks with the plants too. And then a request is made to take some of the plant and if a yes feeling is given, is uh, heard or felt, then a gift is given. And, uh, and another healer named Don Lucio, plants have spirit and soul. And he works with intention, not with the physical plants too. The other previous woman did work with the plants, but she was uh, spreading them on the client. And then the, an anthropologist who studied in Africa, he was trying to do a study on the effectiveness of herbalism versus traditional medicine doctors. So they also have an herbal tradition, very much so. And they said there's different qualities for different plant parts, whether it's the seed, fruit, root, stem, leaf. I mean, there's lots of parts. Um, and you think we actually use different things for different stuff too, ourselves. Um, but there's one overall plant spirit, and the healers paid attention to both, um, both like different parts. Voices or drums were used to awaken or quicken the herb, and something was done to make the plant an ally of the sick person, to make the plant want to help them, maybe to pay them some attention and to thank them. In Africa, the older doctors, especially those of African descent, worked with traditional healers. The newer doctors did not as much. They were critical of it. But the, the older doctors probably had seen people cured. Mm -hmm. And they said in the book there were people cured of cancer, not by treating the cancer, probably. So it was really interesting. And so this anthropologist actually had to pay people to go back to the doctor just to get testing to make sure that the person was well again, because he had no proof otherwise. And they, they didn't want to waste their time. I'm sure it took a day or two to go do that or and to, to get some of these tests are annoying, right?